0: people, you may be wondering why does Julia sound like this? That's because this is not Julia. This is Ben. Welcome to Tea Time with Ben and Julia. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> right, I think it's our March episode. Um, and like we start most episodes, I just want to say again, um, who we are in this space and what this podcast series, um, I think sub series out of the CP podcast is meant to be. So. I am, um, a Vietnamese queer, um, I think I am just thinking about that. I'm a Vietnamese queer person who was immigrated to the US at age seven. And I am coming into this space using this podcast to one, develop skills for myself to interact and navigate through this hard world and how it sees me and how I see it and doing it with people I trust and people I love. Speaking of which, Julia. Hey everyone, it's Julia. Um I am a young Chinese American woman who lives in Seattle and I am straight. Um and I have long black hair. <laughs> <laughs> what does that do? Like, these are just things that I really feel like identifying as today, I guess. I I suppose. Okay, I should also say then that, that I'm young and also from Seattle. Yes. I don't think my hair length or color matters as much to me. <laughs> I'm just trying to be inclusive here, okay? Sure. <laughs> um. Let's see. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Okay, so today we are talking about another point that was raised in our initial podcast, um, about when we use what you perceive as um something important to us as like a conversation starter as a way to connect with us that actually really others us um so that's why this podcast episode is titled well-intentioned but nah okay so what does that look like let's run through some examples i think i think that will help to illustrate what we're talking about here and why i we think is a concern for us yeah so um Oh, let me give an example of like, for example, I'm Vietnamese, right? And sometimes people would come up to me and be like, have you, what's the best pho place in town? And I think, is that what you open with? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's first. It's like, is that what you open with? Cause A, I do have an answer, but B, why do you assume that I would have the answer? You know, um, is it because I'm Vietnamese and I have to eat pho and also rank them with best to worst? in this city because i do that but that's not the point right the point is that like you assume i would do that and why do you assume i I do that and that boils down to stereotypes that you have about me um and that you project onto me so that's what we're going to talk about yes that is a great way of explaining it another like more crude example is i am a chinese american person and there's been times where i'm just like walking to a business walking to some restaurant or establishment and somebody looks at me and they're like, konnichiwa. And for those who don't know, konnichiwa means hello in Japanese. And yes, I do speak Japanese because I studied Japanese on my own volition. But uh, it is quite offensive to say to a Chinese person, konnichiwa, because you are therefore stereotyping and grouping all Asians, all the diverse range of Asians identities into one identity. Or rather that you just assumed that person was Japanese through some logic. Right. <laughs> like, like they didn't know you, you studied Japanese, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw... In that instant, that, that person saw an Asian face, and they just thought of the first Asian, Asian thing that they know, which is uh, Japanese, konnichiwa, and... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I also have another example about this, because it's alarming <laughs> how often this happens to me. Um, The most recent one was actually at the... um. Selma Bridge Crossing that we all went to as a staff so it's a mild example I think but it just also highlights how weird this is so we're in the crowd about a march um a dude um a black dude's like kind of like cutting through the crowd right and like I'm making way because you know he's got to get somewhere and then he turns around he said xie xie," which is like (laughs) Mandarin for thank you and automatically, I'm like fuck again (laughs) and then but then I said to him I was like um No, I, I don't speak Mandarin, actually. He turns back around. He said, oh, what do you speak then? I said, I speak Vietnamese. Then he, without missing a beat, said, which is thank you in Vietnamese. And so I'm here like, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, do you know thank you in most Asian languages plus others? <laughs> so you can just whip it out when people say what language they speak? Because that's one, impressive. But also, two, coming from like a spot where I don't know, like, you just assumed who I was, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> so, like, you can see how, like, that's awkward at best. <laughs> it's at best awkward because <laughs> I didn't know how to respond. Right. I was like, all right, interaction's done. <laughs> and then what, what was that statement you said? Or awkward at best. Oh, yeah, it could be awkward at best, but also harmful at worst, yeah. right? Um, because there's other ways that a person can do this. Like, what you were talking about, right? Right. About how language could be a pain point right yeah yeah and i uh, i just want to like add on so so ben's story is very fascinating because it paints it paints the fact that this issue and many of the issues that we'll touch on are not solely applicable to like white people i think in this podcast we've roasted white people quite a bit quite a bit but like issues and stereotyping people happens across all races and in this case it was a black guy right yeah um So I just want to, like, point that out really quick. And then also, it's just, like, I just, oh, my God, Ben. Like, when you first told me the story, like, I was cracking up. I mean, even now, I was just cracking up here and again. Because this guy was just ready with, like, a whole, I don't know, dictionary of languages. He was like, so you're not Chinese? What, you're Vietnamese? Okay. I'm ready for you. (laughs) I just, I just think, like, moments like that, they're, like, they're awkward, but they're just so funny at the same time. Yeah yeah um but like again like it could if it was not me you know another person um as you were saying earlier julia like they could have lost that native language to them so they might not just even understand what was said or they they could have but they didn't know how to reply right so right. when you assume a certain level of, of skill or or something endemic to a person because you think they have them like i think there's just something wrong there yeah you know especially if you're trying to use that to make a connection exactly because like what if that connection fails exactly because of that reason that is not there for them to connect with. Right. And now you're just bringing up something else that's deeper. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like my example earlier is just like let's say there's like a Chinese woman and you say like, "Oh my god, like you're Chinese. I actually like speak like a little bit of Mandarin Chinese like like ni 你好, hao, like ni ma. Like that's like hello, how are you." And then that, like, Chinese person is actually, like, Chinese American. And for a lot of Chinese Americans, like, as a result of, like, immigrating to the U.S., a lot of us have actually, like, lost our language abilities and, like, can no longer speak Mandarin. It's actually, like, a very, like, painful thing for a lot of, like, Chinese Americans, even for me, you know? So then for you to go up and say, like, oh, my God, you you speak Mandarin? I can speak Mandarin, too. Like, I think it's well-intentioned because you're trying to use language as a way of connecting, but also in trying to connect in that way And, like, without knowing anything about this person, like, you're also harming them, right? By saying, by touching on a pain point that you thought that they had, that they don't, you know? Yeah, it's a little bit hard to understand. And, like, it's hard to communicate, I should say, rather than understand. Um, Because, like, I have the privilege of being born in Vietnam Mm -hmm. and have the privilege of being able to go back, which Mm -hmm. is not something that everybody has. And certainly my cousins, um, same generation have been there like maybe once or twice Mm -hmm. so let like if someone came up to me and was like oh my gosh you're Vietnamese like have you been to where blah 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 in Vietnam because I have been and it's super cool what is that like maybe I have been there and I can be like dope I do know that beach but like what if you came up to my cousins and then they were like yeah no yeah that was just it's just strange for everyone that interaction is just like done you know now you're awkward they're awkward because they've never been to that part of vietnam or maybe even to vietnam yeah but you just assume that they did um so there's there's that but i do want to highlight an an interaction i had which i thought was really fucking cool um sorry for cussing i I feel like we have done it before, but. I, I, uh, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, sorry to those who are offended. I, I think it's okay. Okay. This is, this is real talk. This is tea time. Yeah, it's tea time. We can cuss. We it's can cuss. Time. Yeah, we can cuss. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, for example, like a really cool way that maybe this is how you imagine it would have gone if you were to bring up someone's, um, past diversity that you think they had. Uh, if, if y'all know Bob Zoner, um, civil rights activist. We went on him with a couple of trips. In one of the trips that, uh, we went on with him, um, one person from the group was like, Bob, what's your favorite food? And he said, I love pho. And my ears perked up. I was like, Bob, tell me more. What do you like about it? What's up with that? Like, do you like other Vietnamese cuisines? And he's like, yes, Vietnamese cuisine is just so flavorful. I love it. I like get it every time I'm in. Like, I'm back home when I can. I love pho the most. And I was like, whoa, Bob, I didn't know that there was like a huge Vietnamese population where you live in Alabama. And he was like, yes, actually, there's like a, um, a population of, um, Vietnamese immigrants or descendants in, on the coast and they do a lot of fishing and mm. crawfishes and i'm like hook me up i love crawfish too yeah. what and then like we we talked about vietnamese cuisine and i in um and i introduced to him if he could try to get huế, mm. which is like another noodle soup that's like wildly different from pho but also just as famous in vietnam um and so you know what i think that was like a lovely exchange and interaction about like connecting on something that we both share without like having it shoved down both of our throats I think yeah and that's that's like such a fascinating interaction to hear because I don't know maybe so like a lot of the podcast listeners you're like wait I'm confused like is that is that not the same like as Mm. the story other stories Mm -hmm. like so like can you explain that difference a little more like what is so different about that interaction with Bob versus like
1: I don't know others yeah yeah
0: um i would say it's different because one it didn't matter who he was talking with you know when he said that like i love fun i could continue to talk about vietnamese cuisine it could be with ben who's vietnamese or it could be with maria who's not yeah you know and if it was just i i felt that genuosity that's not the right word Um... uh genuineness (laughs) (laughs) that that genuineness to just have a good conversation about something you like yeah instead of like oh i'm using this point as a way to connect with someone i Mm. don't know or like oh they have to know about this because of xyz identity that i think that they have right you know that was not there with bob he was just someone who loved pho and he connected with me as someone who also loved pho
1: that's it
0: like whether he was talking to like a room full of like vietnamese people a room full of His answer would have been the same. He was. I like fun Because yeah. he wasn't talking with you directly in that moment or another mm, Asian no. person. He was mm. just like, this is good. Like, yeah. 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 And I think, too, like every time he knows I'm Vietnamese, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I think in no interaction has he tried to use that part of my identity to connect with me. Mm. um It was like about my work, about my passions, and things that I value. But. At the same time, I do also recognize that this is deeply an immigrant perspective Mm. that like you don't want to be seen by what other people think you are. But I also know from Charles and AJ's podcast following ours that there's a different experience for um, the Black population, you know, and the Black community. So we invite those perspectives to join our conversation as well. I just like don't have it right now. So we're not. We're not equipped to say anything. <laughs> right. Remember our introduction to this podcast so yeah. The reason why Ben and I share that information about ourselves, that we're Vietnamese or that we're Chinese, is to, once again, like highlight the fact that we're vietnamese and chinese and like (laughs) we come from a strictly like julia and bin perspective honestly our perspectives might not even be shared by like others others honestly in our communities like yeah i don't know maybe if my mom listened to this or my best friend listened to this she would disagree but this is strictly like me and ben's personal views and yeah once again like i want to remind our podcast listeners that like our views are not reflective of our whole community our views are our views and but i think there's like Richness and like the lessons that we're yeah. trying to work out with each other too. Right. It's like the lesson here is like don't you know project stereotypes right onto others, and that that's pretty good. That, <laughs> that's pretty. <laughs> that, good. That's pretty basic, yeah. Like I don't know. Like let's let's like flip the thing. Like um, let's see. So like I don't know when I'm chatting with like a white individual for example, right? I'm not like so you like golfing (laughs) or like i don't know um what was that oh the fast food thing oh i'm like which fast food chain do you like like that like coming out of my mouth is so strange it sounds silly what fast food chain do you like like oh you're american like wow like do you you, do you look do you like oh what's your favorite football team (laughs) i'm like i don't know (laughs) well some people do connect with sports that way though but it's just like it just it sounds silly and in the same way like when you talk to like a chinese person you're like i love dumplings do you like dumplings it it sounds silly it just sounds yes. silly i'm like i'm so you've effectively reduced me to a dumpling eater <laughs> so i don't know i just like it's just silly like just like with any BIPOC person just like treat us like you would any good friend like how's i don't know if you're like meeting a BIPOC person for the first time you don't know what to talk about just be like how are you i feel like it's any stranger you meet yeah any stranger any stranger yes thanks yeah like for example friend. like julia how do you spend your time i don't know you at all yeah how do you spend your time i spend my time this is a real answer i spend my time playing video games watching youtube gardening eating out with my friends hanging out with my family and playing with my cat like that's a shit ton of time <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot okay wow well, maybe i got too much free time maybe i got okay, too much free time okay. <laughs> No, no, I love that. <laughs> but like, you see, did I mention anything about my Chinese identity? If I wanted to, I would. We could, yeah. Like for example, one thing, um, one thing that I've said with my groupmates and I don't know them that well is like around Chinese New Year, um, I asked I going to be celebrating um Lunar New Year, mm. you know, and I was like, so I'm gonna ask for some time off, and then they were like, shit, me too, and I was like, oh my gosh, how do you celebrate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and it's like one of those things where i don't know i don't know how to describe it it's like you don't assume what people do because of who you think they are yeah yeah you just kind of like roll with it yeah Yeah. there was that other that other thing we talked about in our first podcast the question of like where are you from oh and then people relating to us about that Mm. yeah yeah maybe we should expand on that one too I'm not sure how much more we could expand on it without (laughs) repeating it yeah Yeah, because i feel like it's kind of i think i think maybe for another later podcast i think that theme might show up again yeah but as that question relates to this topic of um of stereotypes i feel like it's a little othering yeah you know i think we talked about that too where it's like okay i will point out a difference that you have yeah emphasize it yeah and make you connect with me about it yeah (laughs) like i mean i could because probably nine times out of ten like i do have an interest in that and like i do eating love eating pho so but i should be also have the ability to i don't know dictate what we talk about right (laughs) right and yeah yeah at the end of the day like we just want to have regular conversations with other people and i don't know i think it's just like just like in any conversation like if a connection is made then like connect there but like Mm -hmm. also you don't need to force connections using stereotypes and Mm -hmm. using your beliefs of how you think this person should be yes right Yeah. yeah yeah and if you are you know like we don't need to go that deep on conversation one right and I think the level of trust is different too like if you're my friend if you are like someone I've talked with like maybe I said we could be considered acquaintances mm-hmm. or colleagues you know then I can talk to you about it like that like oh I went, I'm I'm planning to go to Vietnam over the summer mm-hmm. what do you think yeah yeah then you're not a total stranger and yeah. you're not trying to like become uh closer to me because of that right. we're already friends Right. <laughs> yeah kind of kind of in that sense um Okay, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Like, okay, no, we've talked about a lot about like race, but like, do you think it also applies to like other forms of identity too? Just like using stereotypes as a way of connecting. Like, as a a young person, like, oh my, oh my gosh, (laughs) I just had a a a moment, a eureka moment. Sorry if I blew out your ears. No, but I think as a young person, like, okay, even as a young person, a lot of people come up to me and they're like, oh my gosh. Like, wow, you're young? Like, can you help me figure out this tech issue? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, absolutely. But also, like, that's another, like, weird way of, like, connecting, I guess. Or, like, people projecting what they think of yeah, you onto of, you. I mean, of, yeah. it's slightly valid because, yes, I am young. Yeah. I do know how to use technology. But also, yeah. it's it's kind of, like, along the same lines of just, like. Yeah. But I also think that we're guilty of it, too, right? Where, you're like, oh, yeah. moving out of that. like, Because I also assume old oh, people can't or cannot do certain things. That is yeah rough. that is yeah, rough. and I I've been at fault for that too, yeah, so you yeah. know we gotta own up to it, but I think and I think part of that too is like being called out or called in, uh yes. which is something I want to talk about like yes. how do you like respond to this? <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yes, how do we okay because like the first half of it of this episode title kind of says it all is well intentioned so people aren't doing this maliciously mm, right? Right, 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 right and like you know people are like trying to get close to you, try to strike up a conversation um get to know you a little bit better right that's all this is right yeah most of the time and something happens and you're like basically turned off (laughs) yes and so like yeah what do you do yes yes like i definitely think like in the moment after it happens you're like turned off a little bit Mm -hmm. okay let's see like how do we respond to that ben it's our our favorite part of the podcast role play play it's role play time we should have like some like music no we're not music role play time we're we're gonna hit rock bottom in that case (laughs) Uh, but let's uh let's think about it maybe in the moment like best case scenario right role play best case scenario um who do you want to be okay um i will be the um well intentioned but nah okay i'll be the well intentioned okay and i'll be the but nah yeah (laughs) i'll be nah (laughs) okay okay all right Hey, nah, I'm well-intentioned. No, we gotta have actual names, we can't do that. Fine, let's just use our own names, okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hi, Ben, I'm Julia, it's really nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, I've heard so much about you, oh my gosh! Yeah, oh my gosh. Wait, so I heard you're Vietnamese, right? I am. Oh my gosh, that's super cool, like, I just want to let you know that I did this, like, study abroad in Vietnam for, like, a few months, and, like, I love, oh, great, um, yeah, I mean, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Pause, pause. Yeah, pause. No, literally, no. <laughs> Your whole like, I mean, I mean, is- <laughs> <laughs> like that—that that brain skip is like literally what happens. Yo, tell me about. Oh. I actually had this conversation once though. Are you serious? So I was studying abroad of it. No, I'm on a Fulbright. Oh and my gosh. You know what? But it's good. It's good. Um, I would be. That one struck a little too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> a little struggle, yes. Um okay, but like going back into this now, right? Okay, so like here we go. Three, two, one, play. Hi, Ben. Um, I'm Julia. It's really nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Hi. Hi. Oh my god. So I heard you're Vietnamese, right? I am, yes. So I actually went to like Vietnam on like a Fulbright scholarship. <laughs> Whoa. A- and I just wanna say like I had the most amazing time. I think, like, pho is so yummy, and I'm already craving it. Cool, yeah. Do you, like, I mean, are you planning to eat some later today? Like, um, uh, have you tried any of the places on the app? <laughs> um, no, I don't think I have. Do you have any recommendations? I mean, not really. I don't eat on the app. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure you got it, you know? You can Google your best friend. So, I'll see, you. Okay. okay, Thank you. Yeah, and you know, I would love to hear more about your Fulbright rather than um, yeah, rather than like what you had. To eat. <laughs> no, that sounds so rude. <laughs> that sounds so rude. <laughs> that was so mean. You told them Google Maps it. That was so mean. Oh my god, you said I don't eat on that. <laughs> no, see, that's just, that's seriously no. what happens though. If like someone were coming with me and be like. Yeah, do you speak Mandarin? I'll be like, no, I don't. And then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> See, that's why we don't try to connect using stereotypes, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I could have just said that, like, the pho place, there's a pho place on the app that's good, but I couldn't tell her which one. <laughs> right, right. So, okay, let's, let's, like, walk through this again. Okay, yes. You can totally say how it's, like, well intended. This person wanted to connect with Bin based off of her Vietnamese identity and it just like totally backfired for the person because yeah actually turned out to be pretty awkward interaction yeah so i that was like my rude moment Mm -hmm. right if there's another way i can go about this i could like change it to fulbright mid conversation Mm. and keep like from that awkwardness in the in the first place um but i also think that like that's like the work that i do Mm. Right, like so. What, how do you make it aware that the other person is doing something? Uh, oh, yeah, you know, like mm, could be better. How do you like kind of call it out or like, yeah, notice that? Um, yeah. without sounding savage, like the way yeah, I call it want out, sound savage. Um, okay, well, in my mind, there's two ways of doing it, okay. one way of doing it meanly and one way of doing it lovingly oh so let's choose love because we always choose love but the mean way would be to like kind of did what i did kind of (laughs) yeah i don't know like shut it down kind of Mm low-key um i guess a more loving way would just be like um i guess you could say like in that moment like yeah i am vietnamese um And it's cool that you love pho, but I'm actually more interested in hearing about your Fulbright. I think that sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. I would also say, too, that, like, you know, we can't just assume that everybody loves pho. You're Vietnamese. Kind of like oh, in a joking manner. True, like, little ha jokey, jokey. Yeah. Also, seriously, though, but ha ha ha. ha. Jokey, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But then also follow up with that. Like, yeah. Like, I think might be a more well received yeah question mark way yeah yeah okay so let's one more time let's see if we can try to do it in like a loving way yeah okay i mean you could always just kind of like gently correct them in the way that you did like i actually don't eat on the pho or i i actually don't eat pho. Yeah. or yeah this is really hard i think this it is one of the hardest is. prompts we've done yet i know um see ben this is See, are we really doing these podcasts for people or are we doing this for ourselves? Like half of the time we're like, what should we do? Cause... See, you see this how it's not scripted? It is a scripted. Um this podcast is not scripted at all. This is me and Ben trying to figure things out as young Asian people. Um... on the fly in under thirty minutes. Okay. <laughs> um why don't we just run through it? I feel like I will do better okay. as like we practice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hi, Ben i'm julia it's really nice to meet you it's nice to meet you too oh my gosh thank you so much for like meeting me here for oh tea my gosh, of course so wait you're like vietnamese right i am yeah i went to vietnam on a fulbright scholarship and i just want to say i had the most amazing time the father was so yummy and i'm just like craving it so bad right now okay yeah i mean like i don't eat pho that much um but i would love to hear more about what you did in uh, fulbright what city were you in oh okay yeah i was in um I was in Saigon. Okay, cool. I was uh, like, you need no, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I was like, <laughs> Loki. I started sweating. I was like, oh god. I hope. I hope I don't. I don't mess this up. Finn's gonna. It's <laughs> gonna kill me. <laughs> okay. No, but okay. I think that was a good way of like redirecting it. Yeah, shutting that it down. was better. Yeah. But yeah i don't know i i hope hmm. just by like shutting it down in that way that person recognizes like wait that was kind of awkward maybe yeah. i shouldn't do that again and maybe also like the um my relationship to you as well right like if you're a total stranger to meet julia in that conversation yes. i would be like yeah shutting it down is fine let's yeah. just continue without that awkwardness um but if you were my friend maybe later i would be like yeah so that comment about pho um i don't think it's wise to assume every vietnamese person eats pho oh yeah for yeah real. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 okay okay um look at us go i just feel like yeah if it was someone who was closer to me i would like maybe pull them aside later and just be like hey you know what i don't really think it's cool that you tried to like relate to me using dumplings because actually it's not wise of you to assume that like yeah all chinese people eat dumplings you know for sure um yeah i like that do you want an example where you're not and i'm well intentioned yeah 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 i'll be not okay all right we're gonna go for language then oh yes yeah. okay hey julia nǐ <laughs> mā <laughs> no Ben. you can't just do out the gates like that what do you think hello is <laughs> when, when am I gonna say nǐ hǎo to you but the beginning of the conversation I just wasn't prepared I you're just... never prepared you're never prepared <laughs> nothing nothing in my um 21 years of life could have prepared me for that just now <laughs> me <laughs> okay 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 go ahead one more time, one more time. okay all right hey julia ni ma hi ben um what's up oh nothing i'm just processing a little bit i know i i was watching some sea dramas the other day and you know just picked up some words um okay um actually that's kind of funny because my family immigrated here like 40 years ago, and I'm actually like second generation Chinese American, so I don't know a lick of Chinese. Oh, oh well, that meant hello. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not good at this. i'm hurting okay Okay. i I hope okay i hope the podcast listeners can hear more than just us us (laughs) laughing and heavy breathing okay uh okay but you see in that example i like kind of pushed back you did yeah and i didn't know how to respond either so it it made me feel like off-footed yeah yeah but then uh, um but then like that was it you know like i felt compelled to respond and i think it's where a lot of people might be feeling yes where it's like okay you know something's wrong but what is wrong right right yeah i think it was good honestly as I'm, as we're like role-playing i think it's good to interrupt mm-hmm. those moments mm-hmm. when somebody's trying to connect with you mm-hmm. via harmful or really awkward stereotyped way mm-hmm like interrupt that moment yeah there's something wrong with that yeah because once you interrupt it you start making the other person think like wait did i do something wrong wait Mm -hmm. i did do something wrong yeah and the thing is that sometimes like you know you're not prepared to make them know what is wrong right right you just want to leave it at that right yeah and i don't i once again i don't think we need to go into like a whole like i don't think like people like you and I should be obligated to mm. always teach the other person what they did was wrong, yes, sometimes I sometimes I do think it's enough to just interrupt, I think so too. Just like that disruption for yourself, right. I think it's important. It's so all like stop, oh my gosh, like that TED talk you were talking about like the one story, oh, yeah, yeah, you're like, they're telling a story about you, yeah, and you're like, nope, <laughs> yes, <laughs> not that story., yes. yeah, if you want to tell them more a little bit more about what that means, yes um there is a ted talk on youtube it's called a single story it's done by a really really intelligent woman um and she talks about the danger of a single story and i think it is like pretty parallel to the conversation we're having today where it's like us there are single stories everywhere there's a single story about certain groups of people um there's a single story about i don't know immigrants all immigrants came here on boats like no my family came here on an airplane like that's a single story right um and then like interrupting those single stories with multiple stories like listening to people with different life stories that disrupt that single story Mm -hmm. so I think like for Ben you and me for our purposes just like disrupting those everyday moments Yeah. yeah and I think that's like I think that's like maybe one of the best responses we could have yeah um because at the end of the day it's not a big deal yeah it's not. It's not. Yeah, but like it's like one of those things where every day it becomes like, you know, rocks. Mm. Little rocks become bruises, becomes hurts and stuff like that. And so sorry, Julia, <laughs> I know you're thinking about the Nihama and I am too. No, but <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about you said hurts. Little rocks become hurts. It's okay. It's yeah. Funny. And so it's um yeah. And so I think like I think that's like the appropriate response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I agree okay well i feel satisfied with this conversation i do too i feel like i'm in a better position than i was when i started yeah yes (laughs) i feel like i'm like prepared to like go forward with situations like this a little a little more well prepared with my little toolkit and practice yeah 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 okay okay well this was the final episode of our what was it tired angry Hopeful, hopeful arc. Mm-hmm. Yes, our tired, angry, hopeful arc. This was the final episode of this arc. Thank you so much for joining us throughout these past four episodes. I hope you you really enjoyed it. But don't worry. What's our next arc been? I don't know the title honestly. I don't think we have one. But we're gonna talk about how the experience of being Asian. I use that term so liberally. <laughs> um, the the Asian experience and this closeness and uh, this proximity to whiteness and other um, people of color communities labels black indigenous communities as well like what is that basically positionality yeah yeah ben and i are going to talk about very intimately our identity as asians once again very liberally as asians in america we're going to be talking about things like the model minority myth Mm -hmm. um breaking it down Mm -hmm. um and more so that will be another roughly four episode arc um with one episode being released each month